you see how that's like not real and not actually helping doing anything hi <laughs> it's money again and this is part two of my experience of meditation if you have made it to part two you are truly a trooper like seriously because i couldn't even deal with listening to myself for 20 minutes i couldn't do it <laughs> but hi just to recap part one i explained my experience of how I got started, what it's like to get started, who and how you can meditate, and how the power of breathing and relieving frustrated feelings have helped me and how it can help you as well. This episode, we are going to move on to episode 3, 4, and 5. <laughs> guys or girl guy hey um these were probably like if episode, let me just tell you the titles of these episodes episode three is how to fall in love with life it was an inside look of methods for finding gratitude and stillness in life that one was very simple to me but also it was kind of helping me realize that at the times that I am ungrateful or that I am looking at life in a negative aspect whether it be with schoolwork or just be with my very annoying family I really 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 truly learn that again life is something so beautiful and very short as well and learning to fall in love with it and be thankful for every day that you have and to learn the stillness in life was something that you I may not understand truly now since I'm very young. But I know once I get older, these or the techniques that I learned from Annie, which is the headspace instructor that I learned from, that these techniques are going to really impact me in my future. But finding gratitude. Gratitude was something that I thought I had in life. Maybe just for food or being thankful for food. You know what I mean? But gratitude was something that I really had a misconception on. Just because you acknowledge the good or acknowledge the better things in your life. It does not mean that you truly appreciate it or that you really have a strong gratitude towards it. For instance, if I say, hmm, I am thankful for shoes. I'm thankful for shoes. Am I really thankful for shoes? Or am I just saying that because if I didn't have shoes, what would happen? You know what I mean? So, with looking at things in a bigger picture, I thought of things such as, I'm truly thankful for my family. I have a family. 
I have people around me that support me and can lift me up when I'm down, that can teach me, guide me, appreciate who I am and what I want to do with my life. That is gratitude. Just truly believing and accepting the better part of your life. Even sometimes just the craziest of the craziest things like school as crazy and insane as that sounds being thankful or having gratitude towards school school the main thing that stresses me out the main thing that makes my mind go crazy that i'm thankful for my gratitude towards school i really appreciate how it keeps me busy you know it educates me of course yeah 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 but outside of just the education or academic aspect of it school has really taught me how to interact with people how to deal with my emotions towards others how life actually works with other people instead of just myself and only thinking for myself and only being selfish with my actions it really helped me realize that in life it's not just me it's other people my actions can impact other people as well and it was it was crazy that i was realizing all these things and actually putting it in my mindset instead of just knowing the stillness in life. When I was hearing Andy talk about it, I really didn't understand it. And I kind of still am trying to get a grab on it. Finding stillness in life, I guess, the stillness I have in life right now is the people around me these people truly keep me down to earth and when i mean keep me down to earth i mean they keep me from going off the rocker more than i already am these people truly bring me back to a happy place these are people that i can rely on that can help my mental state as well. So finding gratitude and stillness in life helps you improve your outlook on life in general. Because if you're not finding gratitude or any stillness, that really leads to just a negative mental space. And when I realized with this episode with in my past dealing with near depression gratitude and stillness was something i did not have i hated everything i was of course sad all the time i had nothing well i felt as if i had nothing positive i was isolated mentally i didn't appreciate anything i hated my life at that time, I really did. But really 
getting out of that mentality of, you know what? I am not a person who's sad all the time. I'm not someone who just sits down and wants to be sad all the time. That's just not who I am. And actually putting belief and actions towards my words, I end up finding gratitude with the people around me. And when I started finding gratitude with them, I started finding gratitude to the outside world and just places I liked to go to, things that I liked to see, animals that made me happy. Those things really brought a a bunch of gratitude in my life. So with that, he explained methods of finding gratitude and stillness. And the main method for that was analyzing as crazy as that sounds analyzing really truly helped find gratitude and stillness in my life just sitting down not even just sitting down working out reading a book just anything and in that moment of wow i'm thankful for being in this space where I'm not suffering. I'm finding a calm, relaxing space. That is gratitude. So with that, finding gratitude and stillness in life with analyzing your actual life and analyzing how you behave was a top method that Andy, the instructor, really helped me realize. And from that episode, I really began to love life even more just the funny moments with the people around me and the amazing food I get to try and all these little things helped me grow my gratitude and love for life. So with that, it was just something that was truly appreciative. That was the episode that I was truly appreciative of was how to fall in love with life. The next episode, how to do with stress. This one I truly depended on. I still practice this one. I, everybody knows stress is something that overtakes the human mind, body, even soul. So, how do you deal with stress? Andy from Headspace explained the technique of noting to ease anxious feelings. And you're probably asking, what is noting? Noting is a very interesting technique and often misunderstood. It was tempting to think that we have to be on guard the whole time. Trying to catch every single thought that came to mind. But it's not really like that. You're quite, you know what I mean? At first, I thought it was very distracting, but it wasn't. They're both different, and quite frankly, that assumption was wrong. Distractions and noting are completely different from each other. Beginning with noting, that technique was important in that practice because 
we don't have to know every single thought or feeling. But only notice when you're caught up in something so completely that we have lost our awareness of breathing or whatever the object of that meditation session or just meditation in general might be. So in that moment of awareness, the moment we realize or that I realized I've been distracted, I use the noting technique to create a bit of space as a way of kind of letting go or to gain some clarity and learn more about my habits, my tendencies, and conditioning. I didn't really have to think about any of that in the practice, but it just happened naturally because you're taking note on habits, tendencies, and conditioning. Even how you think, what you do in your daily life aspect, and just everything in life. But noting can only happen when awareness is present. And what I mean awareness is present, it means you, of course, being aware in that moment. You knowing what you're thinking, you knowing that you're being distracted so of course those that practice noting you cannot be both distracted and also aware at the same time if that makes sense the one thing that added or the one thing to add to that feeling that makes that come up is when I thought or when I wrote those thoughts and in the instance when I wrote those thoughts the whole momentum of thinking or behind that thinking which was morally or less the unwillingness to let go of that thought it was so strong that it was very hard to separate myself from that. That I really didn't step back to know clearly and objectively during that practice. Or when I began doing the noting technique. It felt as I was separated from just the thinking itself. Or just the level of engagement and interest that... Andy, the instructor, was trying to give me. It was almost truly unnoticeable, if I really think about it, because it was so subtle. But in time, as I kept practicing, it became clearer. Not the clearest, because, you know, I'm still practicing. It does become clearer. And as a result, or in the long run, it could help me, or it is helping me, find it easier to let go of much thoughts or early on thoughts of chain thinking. When I say chain thinking, I mean thoughts of all thoughts that, like I said in the previous episode, that bring me to a clouded headspace. So, 
yes, that was the noting technique that Andy practiced with me or that Andy, the instructor, helped me learn and that I'm still learning and practicing. (laughs) So that was dealing with anxious feelings. And the next episode that I did was how to be kind. (laughs) How to be kind. How to be kind. When I saw that title, I really just kept thinking to myself, how to be kind. I think I'm nice to other people. I think I treat other people well. But it was more of an introspective look into the self of cultivating a regular practice of self-love. So instead of me thinking of such a broad idea of being kind to others, I realized that that meditation practice of how to be kind wasn't to other people. It was to myself and my mentality. How do I treat myself? And how do I deal with that afterwards? Noticing and learning self-love was something that I did struggle with in my early years as well. Because I really thought about myself of being, you know, I was a little ugly duckling back in the day. So thinking of loving myself and what I do and who I am. Even now, sometimes I have things that I don't like about myself. But really regularly practicing self-love, just writing a note to yourself or looking in the mirror and Finding something that you like about yourself instead of looking at yourself as just something that you're not. And when I mean something that you're not, I mean sometimes we have those thoughts of, Ugh, my hair looks ugly today. Ugh, my eyebrows just look crooked today. Or my eyebrows look so disgusting. Or I have no eyebrows. Or my skin is terrible. Or just knocking yourself. Even with school, I would really drag myself down sometimes. Why am I so stupid? How am I not understanding this? Why am I slacking in work? Like, things like that really drag down self-appreciation. So, looking on just the introspective of practicing self-love regularly really intrigued me in how I thought. So... It's the last minute of this episode and I want to conclude that finding gratitude and stillness in life, noting, which is of course the technique to ease anxious feelings and regularly practicing self-love for those out there who this may apply to, even if this doesn't apply to you, this really can benefit you now and really benefit you in the long run it does and did decrease my anxiety a bit and as I'm still practicing noting and dealing with stress I can only begin to imagine what the long run will be for me and how my stress and anxiety would just decrease in time
and with the month span of doing that and actually practicing meditation it really truly did ease some of my anxious feelings I began practicing self-love way more often and I actually started to wake up and know today's going to be a good day and know hey even though I do with what I deal with I love who I am I love what I go through and I love experiencing getting out of that dark tunnel so I will conclude episode two of my experience and I really hope that if you want to or you're scared to practice meditation that I can comfort you and hopefully ease your mind into it so I'll have to conclude that good night good evening good day good afternoon and catch you for experience three